Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Merge Marketing Podcast. My name is David, co-host and producer, along with my partner, Jason Hunt. You're listening to episode number 57. We're going niche today, talking about SEO, that's search engine optimization for real estate professionals. Now, hold on a second. Even if you're not a real estate professional, you can still get a lot of value from today's topic and guests, so please stick around. Ryan Stewart is a marketing entrepreneur with 10 plus years of experience building online businesses. To date, he has successfully sold three companies, including Webris, a seven-figure SEO agency. He currently spends his time working one-on-one with agencies and building query. Ryan, thank you so much and welcome to the show today. I need to bring you everywhere with me. That was a fantastic introduction. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I've gotten that a couple times and I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. Um, so we're, we're really excited to have uh, Ryan on the show, um, and I'm actually really excited about this topic, as I'm sure so many uh, listening today are as well, because real estate is such a, a hot topic by itself, but um, for professionals in the field who are looking uh, for another way to be the go-to person in their area for real estate, uh, you're really going to want to listen to what Ryan has to say today. So. Um, Ryan, let's dive. Uh, let's dive right into it. If you could uh, give a basic overview of real estate SEO and how it may differ from what I'll call non-real estate SEO. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So, um, so when we get a real estate client, there's really, I'll say three things that four things that you want to focus on. When I approach SEO, especially, I like to take uh, the simplest approach possible. A lot of folks get lost in the sauce, if you will, when it comes to SEO, because there's constantly new headlines coming out, constantly new tactics. But at the end of the day, the algorithm is at a place where if you just follow best practices, and I mean that in the, in the simplest form, um, you'll get results. It's just a matter of execution, right? And that's where a lot of real estate folks struggle is that um, the inability to execute, which we can talk about more and how you can in- instill that as well. So uh, the few things that I look for is number one on the technical side of things. Um, Google wants a website that's user-friendly, easy to crawl, fast, mobile-friendly, all that type of stuff. Um, but when it comes to that too, and the challenge with real estate websites is the URL structures that they'll face because there's so many properties, um, there's so many categories, there's so many listings that are constantly popping up that it's constantly adding uh, new and sometimes uh, less than ideal URLs when it comes to a search engine point of view. Um, so the first thing that we'll do is is look at the URL structure uh, and make sure that the website is set up in a way that is is effectively crawlable, crawlable by Google. And, and for those of you beginners out there, what that basically means is um, Google really crawls folders, websites based on folder structure. So um, if you can organize your website in a way, uh, and this is key in it, pushes into point two of, of what's important for real estate SEO into categories based on what people are really searching for. And what I mean by that is um, people aren't searching for a specific property, right? Like an actual address, unless they've already seen that property and they're just looking for more information on it. Um, in which case they'll probably go to like realtor or Redfin or something like that anyways, right? Um, I a recent home buyer, so I know the process very well from the buyer side of things. Um, for the most part, like we would start searching and we, we'd be open to seeing a real estate agent or brokerage website uh, to see what's available. But for the most part, when it came to actually looking at the property, you know, we'd use Redfin or something like that. There's just a lot more data on those websites. That makes more sense. So with that being said, understanding how the searchers search again, like 
optimizing your website to try and rank for individual listings is not the route that you want to go. In fact, what we recommend on a lot of smaller websites is to actually set those pages to no index. So Google doesn't even pick up those pages. And what that allows Google to do is then focus on other pages that are more key to your website, which is what it's going to be uh, basically location-based neighborhoods. Um, basically, again, when somebody's starting their search, where do they mostly start? They know where they want to live in the areas um, or they know other details like that. So they're going to search Google for, you know, uh, South Beach homes or uh, Coral Gables homes. Uh, and that's where small, especially smaller real estate websites can come in and win is by focusing on those pages, uh, really dialing in on what those neighborhoods are, um, and then just populating those with the listing. So that will take some development on the back end to get set up. Um, and I know there's a lot of technical jargon in that, but um, we have a blog post that I'm sure you guys will link to that will detail that a little bit more. So that's part one. Do you have any questions on that? I know that was, that was a mouthful. For uh, yeah, I wanted to touch quickly there, Ryan, on um, on site speed. I think a lot of a lot of realtors they underestimate, or small business owners for that matter, underestimate the importance of site speed. And maybe you can uh, give some tips on that and some tools people can use to check their own site speed on their website. Yeah, for sure. I would use something. Uh, well, there's there's a couple tools I would, but I would use uh, Google's uh, PageSpeed Insights tool. They also have a new tool that focuses a little bit more on core web vitals, which is also becoming like a new algorithm update in May. That's effectively going to look at things like site speed. Um, basically, you know, does the content deliver on the user experience? Um, but you can just run them through those free tools and um, you'll need a developer to help you out uh, to make those actual changes because a lot of them are going to be a lot, uh, well, just technical in nature. Um, but yeah, I would just use Google PageSpeed Insights for that. Awesome. And also on the uh, the site structure side of things, um, should we be giving thought to or should realtors be giving thought to the actual pages that they have on their website? And so what I'm talking about is like the heading. So like home, about, uh, services, contact us. And and if they should, what uh, what are some ones that they absolutely need to have? For sure. So neighborhoods would be would be key to me. So basically what you're talking about is the top level navigation and you want to put your most important pages up there um, because Google understands that if they're up there, then those are important pages that are going to crawl and get the attention first. So um, any pages that have high conversion value, again, neighborhood pages, um, things along that nature. And then, you know, you can put an about up there, um, like a blog link up there. And of course, you know, the most important one, which is the contact us or call mm -hmm. us now. In, in terms of, uh, in terms of social, um, maybe you can touch on the importance of social and are some platforms more important than others in, um, in contributing to the, uh, to, to ranking. So social has no factors. I mean, no, no real influence on rankings from what I've seen. Um, you know, there's a lot of theory out there, but it doesn't really have an impact on it, but I would say social is just as important as, as search. Um, just some things that I've seen working the two, the two networks that I would focus on Instagram, obviously, but, there's a lot of noise there. Um, I've actually seen a lot of really good real estate TikToks that are getting pushed viral. You know, a lot of folks focus a little bit too much, I think, at the local region, but not understanding that if you, like people love, after going through the real estate process too, you know, it's always good to put yourself in the shoes of the consumer. And like, I now, for whatever reason, love looking at homes and home improvement <laughs> stuff and stuff like this. And like, um, these things get crazy reach, you know what I'm saying? And you can kind of position yourself as, uh, you know, the go-to realtor at a national level just on TikTok, and then people will know that you're in Miami. So naturally people will gravitate towards you there. Um, TikTok and then YouTube too. There's actually this kid, his name's Cash Jordan. He does these really, really cool vlogs of New York rentals. Um, and he's, so he's a, a real estate agent and now people are giving him these listings because he built a YouTube following um, that he's making a, you know, YouTube video for that's getting, 
10, 50,000 views, depending on it, depending on how cool the apartment is. Um, so like he's getting exclusive listings that way, you know, uh, and he's just doing vlogs and it's the most basic stuff, like super simple. Like people like to look at real estate, you know, show it to them, you know, you're out there in the field every day. Uh, the hardest part is just, I think, breaking past that mental barrier of like having your phone out all the time. Uh, but if you can do that, then, you know, that's what it takes right now, you know, and it's, it's not overly complicated. It's just a matter of, again, kind of showing the consumer what it is that they naturally gravitate to which you have, you're lucky that you sell a product that naturally does that, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, you, you've, you've been probably working with real estate agents for a long time. So, uh, this is something that I've noticed. I noticed that a lot of real estate agents put a ton of focus on the social media side of, of their business and, and the side of marketing, because, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, fancy they can show off what they're doing and who they work for and where they live and all that sort of great stuff but um do you find that a lot of them will ignore this side of of their business and marketing like the seo side specifically i wouldn't say ignore i just think that you know look like seo is something that you is really kind of challenging to learn and if i was a real estate agent i wouldn't i wouldn't like it's not a good use of their time to learn it you know mm -hmm. it is really more effective for them to learn how to market themselves on social media you know it's just it's not only more fun in a sense but it's also just more effective and yeah. more manageable and more executable right when it mm -hmm. comes to seo um you know i realize now a little bit more who your audience is before i went off on that on that tech technical uh slant over there but like <laughs> you know that's what you have to do and you're gonna need outside help to do that you know so i like i wouldn't recommend it's a good use of realtors time to like learn JavaScript, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's better if they can do something scalable and executable on from their own phone, you know, and I think what you have to do is as a real estate agent or brokerage, you have to, you have to start there to build your client base. And then once you're able to take the next step and invest into your business online, then you should definitely, definitely focus on SEO because it's going to bring you leads directly, but it does take an investment and you're going to have to invest in outside help to do it unless you really want to learn SEO. If that's the case, I can teach you, but <laughs> aside from that, I wouldn't recommend that you do that. You know, I love, I love the power of, of, of leveraging SEO, but more so leveraging the retargeting of people that are a warm audience that are hitting that page from an organic search. I think there's so much power to that and leveraging social to remain top of mind with those people that are, that are in your hot audience or, or Bofu, whatever you want to call it. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Facebook ads are a whole nother avenue that you can take to market your real estate agency. It's just, um, you know, I, I think a lot of agents haven't really cracked it because they don't realize how much they have to invest in non lead generating content, right? Like real estate is not everyone's in market all the time. So just running like, Hey, I'm a real estate agent, like a bus ad hire me. It's not the way you should do it. You've got to be running this like interesting, engaging content, which again, you're looking at every day. If you're able to just really capture and make cool videos and put them on Facebook and then boost them. And then, as you said, build an audience of people who have watched that. And then, you know, remarket to them, you know, more of a, you know, lead generation. Hey, I'm, I'm like, I'm here when you need you. I'm your realtor. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the properties I've sold, whatever that looks like. Much more effective way than going, trying to go direct marketing acquisition. What do you say to, to, uh, to a realtor that, that you want to work with or that wants to work with you that has um, a website on Wix or Squarespace? Is there a platform that you prefer to others? For real estate, you know, um, like WordPress is cool. It, just, it it really depends on their size too, right? Um, I think that if you are solo on your own, then like I wouldn't never rec really recommend Wix, but it's the easiest thing to stand something up on your own. Again, you know, being in this business for a while now, I understand that, you know, businesses have different levels of investment. Again, there's depending on what industry that is, I wouldn't always recommend that they invest their initial funds into a website because 
you can close business from from your phone you know very easily on instagram you could just run your whole business from there for a while um and then you know you graduate but i think the question is after you get off of a wix platform like that and you've got broke agents of your own um and you're trying to provide them leads then you've got to invest in this in a proper website you know um wordpress is probably the easiest thing to do i know they have very pretty simple integrations with the MLS that can pull through the listings on your website. Um, actually, I, I, the top website in Miami, like Miami condo investments, they crush it, crush it in SEO. Um, I believe they're on WordPress. Um, so, but then they also have a bunch of, you know, real estate dedicated platforms. I can't really speak on them because I've never really worked with them, but um, you could, that's, a, I'm sure a solid route too, you know. Yeah. And, and just going back to the social uh, discussion we had for a second there, because you had mentioned that social media doesn't really play a factor in the search engines, which um, I've heard and is obviously a debate depending on who you talk to. But one cool thing about Instagram that they're rolling out now and, and is only going to improve over time is the ability to search keywords on the platform, which up until recently you weren't able to do. So if you wanted to find content, um, the uh, content creator had to, had to put that keyword i guess as a hashtag in their in their post um so i want to dive into keywords a little bit um which is, which is where i'm going with this so mm -hmm. how do you pick the right keywords both on your website and i guess on social now that uh you can start to to search for those keywords yeah i think social is going to be pretty easy right it's mm -hmm. kind of like early seo days the keywords will probably be very rudimentary um mm -hmm. but google gets a lot more advanced because we're talking about things like keyword intent right so the difference behind somebody looking for, um, you know, if you're searching, for example, like there's a ton of high rises here in Miami, right? Somebody's searching for one of those building names, um, you know, understanding the intent behind the different searches and the searches that then stem off that. There's also just m trillions more volume in terms of searching Google too. So you've got all these long tail keywords, right? So the building's name is Paramount. You know, there could be other searches like Paramount Views, Paramount Penthouses, Paramount Cheap, Paramount, um, you know, Best, understanding the difference between those. Like if somebody's looking for Paramount views, they're probably kicking the tires. They're probably not, you probably don't want to optimize your site around that. So um, Google's a lot more advanced. There's tools that you can use to help out. We use Ahrefs, SEMrush. Um, we'll also just literally type a keyword into Google and then scroll to the bottom and see what Google spits out as like other suggested searches that are related to that keyword. So you can get away with doing that for free. Um, but I think intent is really the most important part. Um, not go, going for intent over volume, because especially here in Miami, like there are a lot of window shoppers just looking for like cool penthouses to look at because it's Miami, you know? Um, but you know, even though like a, a kind of like a higher end broker would probably want to optimize for that keyword, which is fine. Um, you know, it's probably not going to drive a lot of leads for them, probably a lot of traffic, but maybe not a lot of leads, but at the same time, um, kind of just to piggyback off what you said, David, about social and, and the impact. I don't know if there, I can't answer that if there's an impact directly from social media, I mm -hmm. guess, the, the, but like the point that I always try to make for people is you should be doing social media anyways, right? Like yeah. who cares with a max search because <laughs> you should be doing it because it's what's best for your business. So that's why like when people in the SEO, SEO is just a very different type of community. Sometimes people, we like to debate about things that have no right or wrong answer and people want to debate that. But at the end of the day, it's like, who cares? Like who cares? for your business, <laughs> yeah. it's going to make you money. So do it. Yeah. Absolutely. And so what do um, the, these sites like realtor.com or realtor.ca and in Canada, or um, there's a million others in the U S there's really only realtor.ca, but how, how do these sites come into play and, and where do you think the future, what do you think the future holds for the average real estate agent with a website? Like, Cause I mean, the, the content that I've read basically states that, 
these sites like realtor.com are going to take over and that's just where everybody's going to go. And, and you've brought up a, a few things here. Like when people are searching, um, you got to think about the intent, but like, I'll be honest when I'm looking to buy a home or looking for homes, I don't even go to Google. I, I just go straight to realtor.ca and then search Oakville or Toronto or whatever area that I'm looking to live in. I, so I don't, I don't even go to Google. So right. there's no way for me to even get to those real estate agent websites that are optimizing. I agree. <laughs> yes. I mean, look, I, 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 I guess I was trying to present some level of hope to the audience, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, look, if you were to ask me directly, like I would yeah. tell a realtor not to invest in SEO, you know, unless you are a massive, massive brokerage that can spend a lot of money to compete, then like, it's not a good fit for you. Just have to figure something else out, you know? But that's, yeah. it's not a bad thing though. You know what I'm saying? There's millions of other places. Cause at the same time, like Redfin and Realtor can't compete with you on TikTok. They can't compete yeah. with you on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different opportunity for you, especially if you're smaller. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. And it's the same thing with Amazon. You know, I buy like 90% of my stuff, especially mm -hmm. post pandemic from Amazon. I go directly <laughs> to Amazon, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just the power of brand, man. You know, I think it's just like with anything, like it's why you can't put all your eggs in one basket. It's, especially where we're going potentially with a lot more voice search, like people are going to be searching for brands, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's important to work on that. And social media is probably the best way to do that. You know, I think that's, uh, I think that's the best play to be honest is, is using the, the SEO side of it, build out that blog and position yourself as that thought leader, because the search could be, you know, the, the interior exterior design trends for 2021. And if you're the brokerage that happens to have that blog post, it's, captivating the audience then then th that's that initial point of contact then you just retarget the shit out of them right like i i, I don't I, I don't i don't disagree with you but i do think that i do think that the attention that one gets from seeing someone's face on instagram a couple times a week versus a blog post when they're searching for it the this the stickiness in terms of brand isn't quite there you're 100 what in terms of get generating customers like fish in a barrel, right? Mm -hmm. Get them to a relevant piece of content. They're qualifying themselves, retarget them on social, whether even not, they know, but like they're already putting themselves in market. So the ad is extra relevant to them. Right. Um, but I do, when it comes to a brand though, and I'll, I also think that that in our, our space, the marketing space, blogging is still like a, a, a really good way to build a personal brand and get in, in that hole. Um, but I think in other spaces, I mean, cause at the same time, like we don't, our people aren't really on Instagram and TikTok, you know? So it's, it's just a different type of consumption. It's a different type of information, you know, especially when we're talking like B2C searching for, you know, like best homes in Miami shores, I'm, you're scrolling content. You're not being like, damn, that author was amazing. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in our space and in other B2B spaces, hundred percent, absolutely. Cause content is so impactful. Like the SaaS space, agency space, hundred uh, percent, like authors are authoritative in, in, in this space for sure. But your, your core point is definitely right, 100%.